everyone, and welcome to the Balanced Bodies Blueprint. I am your host, Vinny Russo. And I am your co-host, Dr. Aaron Stansfield. And we're shifting gears from all the conventional fitness narrative you hear on most fitness podcasts, as our main emphasis lies in preventative healthcare, adopting a holistic approach to nutrition, and challenging the traditional views on various fitness topics. Our mission with this podcast is to provide you with the information you need to achieve optimal health. Welcome to another episode of Until It's Done, a devoted podcast. I'm your host, Dana Lynn Kay. I am here with a special guest today. He's actually a guy who I've been following on social media for quite a while, and he posts stuff all the time that... I resonate with that. I love, I'm always like giving it a double tap or I'll even like show up in his DMS and be like, Oh, I love what you said. Like he, he, he aligns with a lot of my thinking. And, um, lately, uh, he's been even like doing a lot of myth busting and some really cool stuff on his page. So we reached out to each other. We've been going back and forth a while about either doing a live or doing something. I knew when I was doing a podcast that I was going to have this guy on. So welcome to the show, Vinny Russo. Thank you for having me, Dan. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, okay. First of all, all I love all the social media love you give me too. So yeah, I love the stuff. I love the stuff that you put in, you put out. Yeah, it's, it's, It's cool. Like when you message me and you're just like, Hey, like I was thinking that today. I'm like, good. Right. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Isn't it? It's cool when you, when you're on social media and something that is either going on in your life right at the moment is like something that's bothering you, whether it's like a lot of the days, like the scale, like we we all like women talk about the scale all the time. For some reason, we're Mm -hmm. always like, we're all hung up on that stupid thing. And you did like a post one day. It was exactly what I needed to hear about the scale. And I'm like, Oh, thank you for saying that. Like, even though I know I've been doing this for like over 25 years with this fitness stuff, I know this stuff, but sometimes just hearing it again, just reminds us because our minds can play crazy tricks on us. And then you said something like brilliant about the scale. And I was like, okay, thank you, Vinny. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we all just need a reminder. And it's funny. It's like I coach, but I also use a coach, right? Sure. It's like, we need those reminders. We need to be put in place sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. You pretend like you know everything, but like sometimes shit slips through, right? And exactly. Like that, that little reminder just it's like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to feel so bad about myself today. And at the end of the day, we're all human. That's the thing. It's like, we're not perfect. We forget, or sometimes our minds can play like, you know, it, like as much as like I've been through it, I've been through competition preps. I, pre- I, I competed for, for 10 years. Like I know my body really well. I've done photo shoot preps. I've done like all kinds of things. And yet I'll still let things get to me, even knowing that like our bodies fluctuate, even know like how many holidays do I have to like go through or <laughs> things that I like, my weight's going to go up. My body's going to feel like crap after eating. And yet I'm still, it's like, I still get like hung up on either the scale or the bloat or the weight thinking like, Oh my God, I gained weight, you know? And yeah, I know you cover a help. lot of that stuff on your page. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't help that, you know, all the stimulus that you get is kind of leading towards that wrong mindset. Right. So it's like, you're supposed to be losing weight. You're not supposed to be gaining weight during the holidays. You're supposed to be strict. It's like, all right, well, you're getting all these coming at you from different angles. You're going to, it's, you're going to keep reminding yourself of that, of, of yep. those old thought patterns, even though you know better, it's, they're reminding you too. Right. It's like, you should be losing scale weight. Well, why should I be losing scale weight during the holidays? Right. Enjoy myself a little bit. Like you're not going to, if you think about like the consistency aspect of it, it's like, if you're enjoying Thanksgiving and then you're enjoying Christmas and you're doing, I don't know, Christmas Eve and Christmas day. Sure. What's the big deal? What's those three, three days? Like, yeah. Chill out. Yeah. It's okay. You're right. You're not going to gain that, that quickly. You might jump up a little bit on the scale weight, but it's probably going to be just water that you'll work off in three days anyway. Right. Exactly. And the funny thing is, is like, you know, I mean, what to to even keep expecting like losses, 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 losses all the time. The body doesn't work like that. If I just kept losing weight, I mean, I'd be 12 pounds by now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, I mean, I know I always want to see a drop in the scale because it's like satisfying to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going down. Good. I'm doing it right or whatever. Not that you always want to be losing, but it's, it's that yo-yo. I mean, with, with, with women's bodies, a lot of monthly fluctuations and mm-hmm. that gets into our mental. So anyway, but I, I want to first introduce you as far as I want you to tell us about, you know, who you are, what you do so that the deeper we get into the conversation, everybody knows who Vinny is. So what, what do you do? Tell tell me about you. 
So I am the director of nutrition for Balanced Bodies. I am the head nutrition coach there. Um, it's basically me and a board certified physician. Her name is Dr. Aaron Stansfield. And together we do a health first body transformation. So we're really, really focused on optimizing your health. And then the transformation comes along with that. Once we make sure, you know, you're, you're healthy enough to do so. And a lot of people, you know, usually come where they're not eating that many calories and you got to kind of say, well, we can't cut really here. So let's yep. work you up a little bit. Let's optimize your health. Let's get you primed for a cut. And then that's kind of what we do. Um, but do that. I personal train here and there. Uh, it's, it's not a passion of mine, the personal training. It used to be not anymore. Now nutrition is, is basically everything that I love to do, but, um, I personal train here and there. I, um, I am a pro physique athlete. Um, I have my master's in applied clinical nutrition. I have a bunch of certifications like precision nutrition, nutrition dynamic, NCI dominate. Like I, I have a bunch of just random certifications right. just to see if I could keep learning more and more and more about nutrition. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. So Okay. That was a quick brief intro. Yeah. No, and I, I see, I mean, yeah, you're full of knowledge. And like I said, I really like, you know, the stuff that you put out is is quality, which I like. I don't like all the the hokey gimmicky stuff. And um, recently you even put out, you, you had a post all about, um, you know, people who are just always like, or jump into the next fad diet and maybe why it's not going to work for them in the long run, which I really like too, because- you know, I've been on social media for many years and, um, there are many people who I followed throughout the years who there are people who have struggled with their weight or to try to find themselves. And there, we've all been there where it's kind of like, you know, you got to find like, like what works for you, what you can, what you can kind of make your lifestyle, how you, what you can maintain. But I would see these people like jumping from like announcing their next diet where it's like, I mean, they're on whole 30 and then they're on paleo and then they're doing the carnivore diet and then they're doing, oh, intermittent fasting is really working. And then keto. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, weren't you just doing something else last month? Like, oh my gosh. And I know that, you know, you feel strongly like I do about making it a lifestyle and having like lifelong habits, healthy habits that, that you can then see you know, the long-term, like, tell me about like, what, what are you, what's your approach like with your company and what you do like with your coaching now? Yeah. Well, first, um, if, if I'm having a potential client come on and they're talking about how, oh, well, when I did keto, it worked for me. And when I did intermittent fasting, it was like the best I ever felt. And yeah. I'm like, that's, that's great. Like if you successfully transform your physique with a keto diet, carnivore diet, intermittent fasting, or even some sure. BS 30 day cleanse, Congratulations, you were in a calorie deficit. That's how you lost the weight. <laughs> right. It wasn't it wasn't the the keto. It wasn't the intermittent fasting. It wasn't the special window. Um, but what I like to, you know, emphasize is that anything that you tried in the past, if you're still looking for an answer, they didn't work for you. Yep. So you might have thought they did, but did you sustain it? No, because that's right. why you're reaching out to me. So when it comes down to to creating diet plans, it's really you got to work with their preferences. How many meals do you want to eat per day? Well, I want to eat like three with a snack. Okay, cool. Well, can you fit that into your schedule? Yes. All right, great. So you can't be a coach that's like, hey, you need to eat six meals per day um, every three hours. You got to eat because it's not going to fit into schedules, right? So you have to work with their preferences and you have to let them tell you, or this is at least what I do, let them tell me what foods they want to have in their diet plan. Because if you make their meals something they look forward to, you're going to have increased adherence. If you have increased adherence over time, that's more consistency. And we know consistency builds results. So when it comes down to it, you got to work with what you actually like and what you could do during your day. If I have clients that do intermittent fasting, it's because they have so much shit to do in the morning. Yeah. It's they're like, I don't even need to eat. I don't want to eat. I don't care. I'll just start eating at lunch. And I'm like, perfectly fine. Then let's do it. Okay. Cause that fits their lifestyle. Right. So I, it's got to go with their lifestyle. Um, keto. I had two clients, um, in all of my years coaching, uh, actually want to do keto and say like they could sustain it for a lifestyle. And through our program, they did sustain a keto diet. It was a little bit different though. They were more like trying to eat higher protein amounts, which I'm all about, but then that's technically not keto. That's right. a bodybuilder keto, right? Like the, the yep. fat dominance, it's, it's crazy how much fat yep. like you, you got the real it, keto insane. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, but I've hey, done it. And I'm like very, I was very uncomfortable because I like to do things. I like to speak on things that I've done. So like I did, you know, keto for a couple months, just 
just to try it out. And I was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable with all this fat. Like, cause I come from a bodybuilding background, you know, yeah. from my competing. And I was like, okay, can I just do more protein? <laughs> like, I ran, yeah, yeah. you know, it's uncomfortable. Like yeah. if you're not okay. Cause, and also I was like, how do I like just fat? Like I was eating like practically spoonfuls of like coconut oil. I like, I ran out of ideas of like how to get that yeah, fat grab in. It, you grab a stick some butter and you're chewing on it. it. Ugh, <laughs> no, I, it just wasn't for me. I mean, it just is a, yeah. yeah. No, but that's interesting if somebody can. They sustained eat. it. They did. And wow. uh, going off, we gave them a game plan on how to sustain it. Um, it was one of my more difficult things because it goes again, because they were also heavy trainers as well. So they wanted to resist the train and build muscle. And I'm a big believer that carbs help that aspect of it. Yeah. So if you're going to be resistance training, you, to me, I feel like you really need to have the carbohydrate aspect in there Same. and really use that to your advantage. Um, but you know what? They wanted to lean out. We were able to do that. Um, and hopefully, you know, they're still sustaining their keto diet now, but, um, that when it comes down to it, the best diet is the one is going to be the one that you can adhere to the most. So you got to work with your schedule and your preferences, right. figure out a game plan and then go from there and see if that works. I don't mind the whole trial and error. Like, Hey, let me try right. the keto. Let me try the carnivore. Let me try and see what works best for you. That's great. But if you're still looking for something, if you tried all these diets and you're still looking for something, you still didn't find the right game plan for you. Now, do you feel though, because I, this, this just came up somewhere that I was, I was listening to somebody's story today while I was just cruising Instagram and they brought up a good point that like with some of those like keto, like, aren't you missing a lot of macronutrients, micronutrients? Like, aren't you missing like, like, like so many things from like fruits and like, cause I like to add, like, I like to, I rotate my vegetables and I eat like yesterday, I just ate a grapefruit and I eat blueberries and I eat strawberry. Like I love to get in all the different nutrients from different foods. Like I'm like, keto made me feel like I was like, okay. Like what about like colors and things? <laughs> yeah. Right. No, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, and, and that's kind of what you got to tell someone that really wants to try this stuff. Cause you don't want to just like be, um, you, you just don't want to be like, Hey, you got to do exactly what I say. Right. So if they want to do it, all right, look, well, I'll do my best to make it fit, you know, how you want to go. Yeah. But if, if it gets like, we're not seeing great results or, or it's not sustainable, then guess what? We're, we're going to go to, to what I know best. Right. Um, but with the keto diet, with the carnivore diet, like you're missing out on phytonutrients, you're different, missing out on a ton of micronutrients, especially with the carnivore diet. Like fiber is so important and you're just pulling that out. Like there's a bunch of posts I see a lot on TikTok where they're like carnivore diet and like my knee pain went away. Yeah, your knee pain went away because you're eating just meat and you're in a calorie deficit and you lost weight. Right. Like it's not because like your inflammation suddenly went away because you took out gluten or carbohydrates. Like no. Like yeah. it's, it's literally you lost weight. Like that's why your knee pain. I, I was going to say, I was like, when I, I remember when I held more weight on my body or during times of like, well, with my pregnancy or after, whenever mm -hmm. I'd hold more weight, yeah, everything hurt. My joints hurt. It, like, but as soon as I would lose weight, I'm like, oh my God, like all that went away. Cause I, my, my frame was not supposed to carry that amount of weight. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. Cause there's like a, there's like a medium right there because it's like, if you get too heavy, your joints start to hurt. Um, but if you get too, too lean, your joints start to yeah. too, right? So yeah. it's kind of like, you got to find that middle ground there. Right. And the majority of people that get too, too lean, it's like, oh, how often do you see that? And then do they really sustain that anyway? You know? Yeah. And then that's, that's a problem with me. Cause like when I get stage lean, I get like really, really lean and I love that look. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's kind of like, I'm not going to take off my shirt unless I'm like that. Right. So I have a little bit of like this body dysmorphia going on. I know I'm fucked up. It's okay. Like I, I accept it. It's, it's a part of who I am. And a part of me is always like, I need to be the best at everything I do. Yeah. Um, so if I'm not there, I get uncomfortable. I have plain and simple. God, I'm you okay and I are a lot alike in that aspect. And sometimes I don't think about men being that way, but yeah, now that now that I'm talking to a guy who you went, you know, you competed and you got that lean, getting that lean, because we've spoken about this on some of my episodes too, where we talk about our, there was an episode with Jen Strobo and Kelly and I talking about hanging up the heels because we all retired from competing. But when yeah. you compete and you, you're so used to getting that lean, that lean, that lean, that lean, looking that lean, showing off your body that lean. And then all of a sudden you kind of, you go back to like, you know, where you don't, you're still to the average person. Like, oh my God, you're so fit. Yeah. You look great. And yet, I mean, I feel like there are times that I know I sound and look like such a psycho on my social media when I'll complain about my physique. And yet women are like, Dana, I would die to look like what you look like. And I'm like, yeah, but like all up here and I'm like holding water and like, and then it's like, what is wrong with you? And I know I'm like, 
and just like you said, you're like, I know it's, it's has to sound crazy to other people like hearing, because I'm sure you look great with your shirt off and you definitely hold muscle. I'm sure you're not have all this crazy body fat, but because it's like you see your body get to that conditioning that many times. It's like that for some reason, our minds set like a new standard for us. And it's like, Oh, this is where we need to be in order to be acceptable. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's crazy. Your mind mind sees that peak and it's like, okay, well I reached this peak, but once you reach a peak, you could see another peak and now you got to go attack that one. Yeah. So it's like maintaining that. And, And it's funny because um, like, like you said, like, I, I guarantee you my, I'm in better shape than 95% of the population. Totally. That's, I don't even know if that's a good thing because our population in terms of overall health and, and yeah. body composition is pretty subpar. Yeah. Um, but once you get to that level, once you see yourself at that, at your peak, it's like, you don't want to anything away from that is, is bad. Yeah. That's the way like my mind works. That's how mine is too. Cause you prove to yourself this, I can do this. Like this is, this is my, this is where I can be. I, I, I got here. What I should be able to stay here. I, or I deserve to be here. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's tough. It's, it's a mind fuck. But, um, I said it, um, in one of my podcasts where I was like, um, my biggest regret was getting stage lean because it mentally, yeah, it fucked with me. It really did. Um, but it's a double-edged sword because the journey I go through to get there, I mean, it builds more character. Mm-hmm. And I evolve as a human. Um, and then getting there, I mean, pff, shit, like there's no better feeling in the world when you look at yourself, you're like, fuck, like I look. Oh, good. it's like, like a high. Wanna, yeah. That's yep. what I want to give to my clients. Like we don't have to get stage lean for you to be like that, but to improve, like I had a, I had a client who recently, um, he was only with me for four months and he lost 50 pounds. Wow. Um, it was pretty drastic rate, weight loss. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I've never seen this before. And he was maintaining his muscle. He just started training. So it was almost like it was a new stimulus, like the training and then yeah. losing. So it was awesome body recon. Um, and he's four months and he's like, dude, he's like, I'm, I'm perfect, man. Like, I don't need to go. I'm so happy with the way I look and the way he looks isn't like what I would look like on stage. Right. But compared to what he dealt with his entire life, yes. it was a whole new him. And he absolutely loves it and he's proud of it. And that's what I love. That's amazing. That's winning. Yeah. It's those of us who just, we kept going, going, going. When you get that stage lean or you, um, you know, I mean, God, there's been times that I wasn't even on stage, but I would just get lean for like photo shoots. Like one of my favorite photo shoots, I just posted a picture the other day, yesterday of it. And it's like, and I look, and then what happens is I look back at those photos all the time and I'm like, I should look like that's where I should be. I should look like that. I loved being like that. And it's like, Dana, but like, wait, and then I, I have to kind of like go back and be like, okay, what were you doing when you were there? Like, could you really maintain that? Like, was that really a lifestyle? But like, yeah, I know your body looked like unbelievable, but were you having fun? Like, were you, and not saying having fun, like I wasn't like wild. I, I never need to wild out. I'm a freaking mom of three and business owner, but meaning like, you know, like just enjoying myself. And, yeah. and sometimes when I'm on a grind like that for a show or a photo shoot or whatever, but I mean, I did walk around that. I did walk around looking like that for a long time, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't in a happy relationship. You know, I was, I was going through a divorce. And so it's like, sometimes, you know, when people would look on, on somebody's social media, um, you know, you think like, oh, wow, she looks great, but like what's going on, you know, in the background or what's their lifestyle really like? And is that really sustainable and maintainable? And, and then, or, are they battling their own demons now with, like you said, where in our mind now we set that standard so high. So now those photo shoot pictures, I'm always, I, or how I, yeah. And like, I'm in a happier place in my life now. And now I'm like, am I, can I really like, I don't, I don't need, I'm, I'm not miserable. So I am going out to eat. I am doing fun stuff. So it's like, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to hold that physique like that. So. Yeah, no, without a doubt, because uh, like when I'm looking at life, like I'm, one of my favorite things to do is to go out and grab dinner. Like I love yeah. that. I yeah. like getting dressed up and going out, go to like fancy, but I don't care. Like I love doing that and spending money on, on that because I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, when I'm stage lean, I'm not doing that. Um, no. mainly a hermit crab. I want to stay in cause I, I like to have a good time. So if I'm out, I'm going to want to do it. I mean, I built up, um, discipline over the years of doing this to where I could go out and do it, whatever, but I just rather not even be subjected. Exactly. So yep. Quality of life is kind of on the, on the lower end. So I'm like, well, which one do I choose here? 
Yep. Do I really want to go that way and stay there like this? Because I felt fucking like shit. Like I was miserable. Like I didn't have energy. My strength was down. My libido was down. It's like, it's, your body's not supposed to be like that. You know, no. So, and the quality uh, of your life. And like you said, it's like, yeah, you could go out with your friend. If you want, you could get dressed up. You could, but then I go to the restaurant and be like, um, I'm going to need a piece of fish and some steamed vegetables. And I'm like, is that really what I want to be like doing tonight? Like I could eat that at home, like on my couch. Yeah. Like I, you know, this isn't yeah. my idea. Like why even waste a night out like this? It just isn't the way that I want. Like you said, it's like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to yeah. have a great time feeling low energy, low libido, low everything. It's like, okay, that's not a great time. That's, yeah. You know? like my, my Saturdays now are like kind of where like I enjoy, like I'll, I'll drink wine. I, I like Pinot Noir. So we'll drink wine, go out to eat, you know, try to meet up with friends, stay out a little bit later than we normally would. And that's like our thing. Like Saturday would be when you know, you, you actually enjoy yourself. Yeah. There are other days are sort of like very structured, especially during the week. Cause it's easy. You got work, you got things to do. Yep. So it's pretty easy to say structured Monday through Friday. When the week comes around, you enjoy yourself Saturday, then Sunday, it's like getting back on track. All right, well, let me get ready. Let me get everything ready for Monday. Start off good yep. again. And Sunday it's like, all right, I know I didn't overindulge Saturday. Um, I kind of, so what I do is like, I work things into my plan. So I'm looking at like, all right, maybe I'll do a protein modified fast during the day if I'm going out to eat at night and I know I'm going to be drinking a couple of bottles of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, then when Sunday comes around, it's like, all right, well, I didn't overdo it. So like I could still, you know, I don't need to pull calories at all to try to like catch up or anything like that. Instead, you know, it's my Sunday's going to be normal and that's just going to lead momentum into, into Monday to where like most people get the, that uh, Sunday scary is going into Monday where they're like, there's a little anxiety. There's a little like regret from what you did over the weekend. Yeah. But if you're on Sunday, I mean, you go right into Monday, just like it was Monday into Tuesday. Right. So, yeah. Right. No, you, you and I sound like uh, it's funny how, especially coming from the, competition background it's like you it evolves into like how you then make that structure of of competition preps and then you you learn and the discipline you learn how to like let it slowly like evolve into a lifestyle where yes i can keep you know i'd say i'd say like you know i can't like 85, 90% of my physique. I I mean, I'm holding a lot more muscle even these days now that I eat more calories and, and all of that. Like, am I as lean as I used to be? No, but that's exactly how I structure where it's like my week is very structured. I always have like that, that day or night out. And also like, if I know I'm going out or if I have an event or something on that Saturday, the that Saturday is I kind of keep it tight and I because yeah. I don't believe in like a cheat day it's got to be and not like a cheat but you know what I mean like a where you're just kind of yeah you're just yeah. in refeeds off or re- off plan but yeah. I'm um if I if I take it in the morning then forget it the rest of the day I'm just like ah, okay but um <laughs> but if I know that it's like okay that evening like I can keep structured through Saturday kind of keep it tight and then Saturday night enjoy myself and nighttime off plans are easier because there's that cutoff that you got to eventually go to bed so it's gonna stop you know yeah. it's not like it could just if I did it all day it would just I, I feel like I would just end up eating probably double or triple the calories and yeah i mean it, right it's an all or nothing mentality because once yep. you start off in the morning you're just like ah oh, fuck it I, I messed up anyway yep. whatever like going in yeah like, you go in and then like the next day you're like i feel so shitty about myself and what i did like, yep. it's not even worth it it's not worth the anxiety like not to me i'm just like no nah, man like i'll keep it as clean as possible and when i'm gonna enjoy myself i'm going to enjoy myself right Exactly. Exactly. And Sunday's always my preparation day, like to make sure like I'm prepared for the week, because like you said, with the structure, if you're keeping the structure, the only way to keep the structure is if I'm prepared. Like I can't with the rat race of what I feel like my life is half the time. It's like, if I'm not prepared, like right now I, I, I went home, I was home for 30 minutes to grab some stuff and to come out here. I already had my chicken in the, in the fridge, ready to go. I grabbed some, uh, some, uh, broccoli slaw threw that in there with a little guacamole like quickly like mixed it up threw it like yeah. ate it real quick and out the door again but if i didn't have that i would be like uh in my pantry but i had already prepped my chicken i already had my vegetables i shopped for everything i was already ready to go and i think that that's where a lot of people fall short is that they don't you know you have like you, you have to use at least one day whether it's sunday or your day off to really plan the structure you know, it's like, yeah. yes, you need, you need your plan and then you need to like prep everything for the plan, which to us, I know sounds so elementary, but it's like, that is 
that's like goes back to the whole like plan to fail, fail to plan or yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> right. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I agree with you hundred percent. And it's, it's like the simple and boring things that you have to consistently do. They're the ones that lead to these exciting results, the yes. food shopping, the prepping on a specific day, the, the keeping the meals simple or whatever, yep. just so you're not overthinking. So when you do the simple and boring, that's going to lead to the exciting results, right? Because when you think about it, the words fun and easy are typically not synonymous with greatness, right? Right. So those, even though it's boring, even though it's hard to stay with those boring, um, fundamental, basic foundation habits, even though it's, it's hard to do that, if you just keep at it and you stay consistent with it, you will get pretty damn exciting results. Yes. And then it becomes exciting. I mean, then it really, I mean, my, my brand was built out of the excitement of prepping and planning food because I had, you know, in prep, you get, you have to get really uh, creative. creative and like, you yeah. know, I invented flex flavors, the flavored stevia packets I used to, you know, we were just phasing out of them. We might bring them back, but like that was all came from when I was in prep. Cause I was like, Oh my God, this is so boring. Like every day I'm having oatmeal every day I'm having. And it was like, then all of a sudden I became like a wizard in the kitchen to be like, okay, we're going to yeah. make this fun because yeah, it is, it is boring. I used to joke that, you know, that movie with a Bill Murray groundhog day, Course. That's what it yeah. like. I was like, I feel like every morning I'm waking up and I'm like, here I go again, you know, yeah. but that those, those, what it is like a monotonous day, like over and over, just repeating that those simple things added up to like the amazing results I had even from my first prep, which made me be like, okay, this is what it takes. That's what, what works. And not even, and that was just from a prep. Cause it was the first time I finally put it together to lose weight, but anybody, anybody working with a coach, I mean, do you do macros or do you do meal plans or how do you do it for your clients? I do. I usually do meal plans. Um, I okay. got two different types of programs. One is a little bit more flexible on a day-to-day -day basis, but you're subjected to just the foods that are there. So a bunch of protein foods, a bunch of carb foods, a bunch of fat foods, a bunch of fruit, um, any vegetables. Uh, but there's all portion sizes per individual food item. Okay. And then, like your meals are structured out like one protein, one carb, and one fat. Choose it, like whichever one. Oh, you want that's for the day. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I do structured, which is probably the most efficient in terms of results. And that's where I tell you exactly what to eat, how much to eat, and when to actually eat your meals. Um, and then if they want to do macros, um, I normally say, let's get into a groove with my systems first, and then we can open up the, the, the playbook. And then I'll go macros or I'll give you a plan just in case like you, you need something to fall back on and I'll give you the macros. So it's like when you want to veer off, you can and just hit those macros. Okay. Now this actually opens up to another topic I wanted to, to cover with you. A lot of times in my head, I go back and forth for years and years and years. I had a lot of success keeping my body in shape and being lean because I did meal plans. Um, with, you know, with coaches that I worked with or whatever. And it was always where they would give me a meal plan. I followed it to a T. I always had beautiful results because I was a really good client. And, um, and then a couple years ago, I was introduced, I, I heard about macros for years and I was like, no, not for me, not for me. I'm just doing my meal plan. But then I kind of realized, like, I was like, oh, I've been, you know, in my meal plan for my meal plans for years. Let me try macros. So I switched over to a macro calculator on my phone. And then I realized I was still reaching for the same foods. Like I still eat the same foods yeah. I was eating yeah, yeah. on the meal plan. Cause I'm like, I don't know what else, you know? Eat, yeah, exactly. I, and and then, but you know, I would still start to work in things. Now I was never like a dirty, if it fits your macros, I'm not into that. I don't want to fit in a pop tart. I don't eat anybody who follows me on social media knows like if I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a burger and fries or I'm going to do, okay, fine. But all every on the normal, like on my weekday, I'm not fitting in stuff that doesn't belong like, or like yeah. that processed crap. I'm not trying to fit in Pringles. Like I'm not, it's just not me. But I like when I do do the, if it fits your macros, not if it fits your, but the, the, the macros, like I always, I'm like, I wonder if my results are as good just trying to like, just trying to do the macros or fit or, or as a meal plan more beneficial. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like to, to physique changes now, mm -hmm. because usually when you like prep for a show, like I always did meal plans from coaches for shows and I could really like get the body fat off, reveal the muscles, have that aesthetic look. Do you feel yeah. that the, that tracking macros is as, is as effective if you're trying to change your physique and get a certain look, or do you feel meal plan is, is really more the way to go if you're really trying to crisp up and look 
a certain way. If, yeah. If you got your macros on point and you've been doing it for a while, then I would say it's probably the same. Okay. I'm a big, huge believer in having a structured plan and like yeah. keeping it as simple as possible. So you're not overthinking, you know, exactly what to prep, you know, exactly how it is. Like you get these people that want to do like all these elaborate type of, of meals and throw all these different ingredients in so hard to track all those yes. different food items, all the different ingredients and what calories they, uh, that, that accumulate up into, you know, that one particular meal. And then you got to try to fit that into your, so it's too much thinking for me. Right. right. So I'm just like, I, so what I want to do when I coach people is I want to take the stress out of dieting for them. So let me just give me what food you want to have. I'll build you a plan. You need things changed here and there. We'll change it on a week to week basis, whatever it is. We'll keep it as simple as possible. If you need more stuff, use spices, use herbs, like get into that stuff where, you know, you get some sugar-free dressings, like start using that stuff, open up the horizon. Like you said, you got to get creative. Like I threw fucking cinnamon and protein powder and, uh, what was it? Cinnamon, protein powder, and pink Himalayan salt into my Jasmine rice. And I loved it. Yeah. What, what, what even made me think of that? I have no idea what made me even think of that, but I did it in one prep and I was like, I'll eat this whenever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, But I think, I think the, the meal plan, is more efficient and getting to the results. Okay. So that, that's what I would say, just because it's very simple and it's, it is monotonous. So it is going to take some discipline, but I feel like if you give the, the liberty of, of putting in the foods that you want into your plan or giving a person the liberty of having this intuitive type of like, Oh, I feel like this food should work for me. I mean, I feel like there's going to be a lot of mistakes there. There's going to be a lot of um, steps back, so to speak, right? Like you said, the pop tart, like you wouldn't do it, but that's you. Yeah. You know, someone else might love fucking pop tarts. Right. It might bring a nostalgic effect to them you know, <laughs> sure. when they were little. Yeah. So they might want that interval and they might do that, which is, which is cool. Like you could do that. That's perfectly fine. But then you also got to think about overall, well, what's your health like with the quality of the food too? So my whole thing is like, there isn't really clean foods versus dirty foods. It's more or less like, Eat the foods that show love to your body more often than the ones that don't, right? Because you could still have your indulgences here and there, but if you're prioritizing whole foods and you're prioritizing protein and you're prioritizing foods that show love to your body, overall, you're going to get results and you're going to be healthier. Yeah. And so for so me, a little tangent there. No, but that's good. I mean, for that, this is great information. Um, like, cause for me, I always shied away from like high sugary foods also, like with things like pop tarts or, you know, I didn't, or whatever people are trying to fit in. I don't even, I don't even know, but if you're trying to fit in a piece of candy or whatever it is, it's like, those were just things that I was like, I don't, I didn't want the extra sugar too. And I guess because sometimes for me, if I eat too much sugar, if I eat sugary things, it makes me crave more sugar and not artificial sweeteners because artificial sweeteners don't make me do that. It's the sugary stuff, like the real sugar. Yeah, no. And when people say that artificial sweeteners do that, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> Thank you. Research says otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, artificial, we could get into the artificial sweeteners, but. Um, yes, that's I, fine. I, Let's I, do it. I, but I agree with you 100% on what you just said. Um, you know, because you're going to have the ebbs and flow of the sugars, right? Going up and down. Mm-hmm. In your blood. So when it drops, you want more. Yep. Um, but with, you know, with trying to fit sugar into your plan, um, I don't think that's such a big. Um, I mean, if you're eating all processed foods, then you got to obviously revamp your diet. But when it comes down to, you know, like, hey, um, like I hated candy when I was little. I hate it. Chocolate, hate it. Candy. I started competing. I fucking love candy. <laughs> like I love cookies. I love chocolate. Wow. Um, it's a, yeah, because I restricted myself from it. So like I want it. So like, yeah. if I, if I can, if, if I want to fit it in there, I'll fit it in. Yeah. If I'm like, yo, I need, I need a cookie tonight. I'm going to, ha- I'm going to have a cookie tonight. I and then it comes down sure. to calories too. Right. So it's really exactly. that if you're going, you know, if you fit in, I guess, I guess you're right because there are times when I'll pop something in my mouth, whatever it's high sugar. Of course there are times, there's plenty of times and it's not like I fall apart. It's just that I just want more. And then yeah. it's the more that leads to the trouble because more means more calories. How often yeah, are you like, Oh, I binged out on like lettuce and I or like on like, red peppers or something. It's like, no, it's you're not never at all. I mean, I used to make some huge salads, but that's, that's the thing. Like you said, Oh, well, these people, you know, they make these like pop tart ice cream sandwiches. It's like, all right, you're going to have that for one meal. How many calories does that take up for your day? Right. I want to sit and get full. Yes. And how am I going to get full? Give me some low calorie options, like a bunch of vegetables that are going to fill me up with fiber and water. Yes. Like that's what I want. I want to feel full and satisfied after a meal. Same. 
having the the crash like you you mentioned before exactly and also that like where i'm like oh my god i'm hungry now like it's like not even that long because it because my the it was so calorically dense but it was small i mean that's why yeah. i'm always at that like you know i'm a volume eater I've, I've said it loud and proud for years and years and years i have my big ass salad my huge bowl i eat out of and i throw mm-hmm. in all my vegetables and it's just it makes me satisfied and um and obviously there's always going to be the right amount of protein in there and i put in my healthy fats and and then i'm like okay after the meal i'm I'm like, okay, that was really satisfying. But yeah, if you're trying to just, if you're working in these little, you know, Debbie snacks or something, it's like, okay, that's great. Well, you're probably going to be hungry, you know, in a half an hour. And I'm so glad that you keep emphasizing the protein aspect because like, just as like a simple breakdown on how to lose body fat, Mm -hmm. like all you really need to do is maintain a calorie deficit. Like we know this. Yeah, sure. And if you do that with at least like 80% of the time, then you're going to lose fat. You're going to lose weight. But if you, on top of that calorie deficit, you prioritize protein, you're going to be losing weight more efficiently, right? And if on top of maintaining the calorie deficit, prioritizing your protein, you actually resistance train, then you're going to really be burning fat and losing weight at your maximum potential. So I'm very, very happy that, that you know, you're like, oh. you keep prioritizing the protein, like you keep throwing it in there. Yeah. Protein is like, yeah, I mean, that's been... Protein is king to me. I mean, it's like the number one thing, but you know, protein. And of course I love my veggies, but protein is huge. I mean, I, and again, I built my whole brand around it because it's like, I mean, if it's not protein, then it's, you know, carbs and fats and America has a problem with those. I mean, it's like anytime that people brag about what they're eating as far as with like those high fat, high carb foods, I'm like, okay, that's something easy for us. Like, you know, like those food porn, like pages. I'm like, why are like, I don't have a problem coming up with those ideas. Like I can do that all day long. Like give me the protein ideas. Give me like, you know, I need to fit more protein. America is we're we under eat protein. Correct. I mean, protein under eat fiber, fiber. Yep. Fiber. Exactly. Um, Oh, there was just something else I wanted to talk to you about that we were, were hitting on. Oh my God, we have so much that we artificial can talk about. The artificial, I, artificial sweet, sweeteners. Probably the artificial sweeteners. Yeah. That was like <laughs> ding, ding. Um, yeah, how, what, what's your stand on artificial sweeteners? Because I mean, everybody knows my stand. They've freaking saved my entire everything. I mean, I, I love them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'd rather eat my calories and drink them. Like if I'm grabbing Me coffee, too. I'm not throwing sugar in there. I'm going to throw stevia or Splenda in there. Yep. Um, it's funny because like you get these people like they're like oh well um you know some of the sweeteners are are cancer promoting they're carcinogenic or um they're, they're going to make your brain think that you know you're, you're craving more sugar when in reality there's no scientific literature that actually states that they're no. bad for human consumption at all right and the study done with um aspartame was conducted in mice that were given human quantities right right and now look at the size difference between us as humans right. compared to mice. To that's a like mouse, giving, yeah. Yeah, that's like giving a human like three elephant tranquilizers. Like, yeah, you're probably going to die. Like, <laughs> yeah. something, something's going to go wrong. Yeah. Right? Yep. So um, they try to throw this stuff at you. And then, like, it got labeled um, as, um, it got, what would it get labeled as? It was like as, as dangerous as your cell phone. And everyone's like, oh, well, get rid of all of, uh, all the artificial sweeteners, but you're still on your cell phone. Like you're reading the article on your cell phone right? and it's the same. It has the same uh, damage ranking. So it's, I'm like, uh, aren't you uh, tired of all the fear mongering? Like, like I, I'm like, I hate social media lately with all the fear mongering. It's like, stop scaring people out of, and so much of it's scaring people out of making healthier choices, which is, that's what, that's what pisses me off. It really does. I'm going to do a post. Um, someone actually sent to me because I've been doing these, like, I'm like going against like Gary Brecca and what he's saying. Yeah, good. Uh, went against Dana White and what he yeah. said. Uh, but there's this other one that just got sent to me and it's like, he calls himself like the carnivore something, a carnivore MD or something. I don't know. Okay. Like yeah. Sounds and, familiar. Uh, and he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, are you eating vegetables? Well, you shouldn't. They're terrible. Yes, I saw that. Here's why. And I'm like, what? I'm watching this video. I'm like, what? How much scientific literature, how many PMIDs can I fucking bring up to show you randomized control trials in humans that vegetables actually help health and not hurt. He's like, yeah, the lectins. And I'm like, bro, like we're not insects. No. (laughs) And the crazy part is it's so funny because I once went to a doctor who I went to only one time because of this. He did. I brought in my blood work and before he looked at my blood work, he's 
preaching to me about his diet. I can't, I think he told me he's was vegetarian and he's telling me I shouldn't cut out veg, no, cut out meats, red meat, cut out all the dairy, cut out this, cut out. He's telling me all this. We're sitting there and I'm like, He's telling me to cut everything out of the diet yeah. and he wants me to just be a vegetarian and blah, 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 blah. And then he goes through my, and I'm thinking, okay, I eat red meat. I eat dairy. I eat, like, I have a very balanced diet and this guy can't wait to like, just bleh, all of his yeah. fear mongering on me. And then he takes out my blood work and he's like, okay, let's see what we got going on. And he's like, oh, wow, wow, wow. And he's circling all my numbers and he's like, well, you look great. And I'm like, yeah, I eat meat. I eat dairy. Yeah, I eat everything yeah. that you just told me not to. I'm almost 44 years old. Like I'm in great health. In fact, you know, sometimes I feel like I, I like to talk about health on my social media and stuff, but like where I am in my journey, so much of my stuff now is like about my aesthetics and how I look because I'm like, cause I'm healthy. Like I'm yeah. already healthy. Like I, I did that. Like I'm healthy. Like my cholesterol is unbelievable. My vitamin D is great. Like all the, the things that social media people talk about, or you're missing yeah. this, you know, I don't have all the, the gut problems that they talk about with I've been eating, using sweeteners forever. I don't have the brain fog. I mean, look, if I drop dead, I don't about some of this. I don't know, but guys, I've made it this far. Like I, I'm yeah. doing well. Like I, and I promise you, like I eat tons of vegetables. I eat tons of meat. I eat a very healthy, balanced diet. Yeah. without a name. It doesn't have a name. I call it a lifestyle because I don't do any of the, the things I could not maintain them. Like keto, like I said, I did it so that I could edge, like I could talk about it. I like to talk about things that I have done because I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, practice what you preach, like talk about things that you've actually tried it. And I did it. And I was like, okay, did I lose weight? Sure did. My muscles yeah. were flat. My butt was a pancake. Like I just didn't look, I didn't look good. I look better with carbs. But I also, my energy was kind of tanky. I didn't like it um, and uh, got very lightheaded very easily and keto. And I did it for a little while just to say that I did it. But I was like, can I do this forever? No, because I go to parties and I was like, oh, I can't even eat half the stuff here. Like, I don't yeah, even, yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. You're just eating the cheese off the pizza like a fucking weirdo. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like then it looks so weird. But I love yeah. it. I love it that you're, you're de- like bunking all of these fear mongering creators that are just doing it for likes and follows or something. That's exactly it. So if you look at like the media today and you look at the news, everything is very negative, right? It's, it's what's stimulating the the human brain. And when you put fear into people, they want to know, they want to listen. They want to say, Oh shit. Like I'm, I don't want that to happen to me. Right. So these people, I guess you could call them great marketers because they get a ton of views, a ton of followers or get people that actually believe their shit. I call it malpractice because you're actually hurting people um, in in the long run, that is. But they're fantastic. They're fantastic. fantastic I was like, oh my God, I should hire them for devotion. Like just sell my protein, like (laughs) unbelievable. And it's so funny because like there are times when I'll get sucked in and I'm listening and I'm like, I'm like, I'm sucked in and I'll be, I'll start believing them for like two seconds. I get all this. I'm like, okay. And then all of a sudden, I think the Braca guy is the one who said like, after 20 minutes, you start to liquefy your muscles start to liquefy. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, wait, I have trained and done cardio on an empty stomach sometimes. And then like unintentionally didn't eat like I did like intentionally didn't eat breakfast because I had to run out with the kids. And like, I like, I hold a nice amount of muscle for like a natural chick. And I'm thinking this guy is saying that after 20 minutes, our muscles start to liquefy. Do you know what I would look yeah. like? I'd be like a yeah, puddle on the sure. ground, like, like total <laughs> shit. Like, I'm like, why are you telling people this? This is so sad that there are people in the comments believing this. And they're like, yeah. it's like, he's like, like a preacher and they're like, Amen, oh yeah, liquefy well, muscles. Dana, <laughs> Dana White gave him this, this platform because Dana White's very well known. It was like, oh, he saved my life. No, Dana White, you fucking, you oh. had a terrible, terrible um, dietary habits. Yeah, you had terrible diet habits. You didn't work out. And all he did was get your diet in shape and tell you to move more. And yeah. you did and you lost a ton of weight. You started like, healthy but, habits, like healthier yes, habits than what you were doing. Wow. Yeah. And then Not he's the going to. water or the <laughs> 86 hour fast. Like, no, man. Like. Oh my God. And all the fasting. That was something else that I tried. I did that um, like an idiot because I did, I did work with that functional 
functional. Yeah. And they had me on this mm. fasting thing. Yeah. And it wow, it crashed my heart. It, it fasted. Oh, yes. I just listened to it on the treadmill the other <laughs> yeah, night when I was getting my steps. And um, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I know exactly what he's talking about. And they it crashed my hormones so badly. I ended up worse off from the fasting protocols. Yeah, and I was like, about it. they got, they got supplements that can <laughs> use that, right? Don't worry. They're like all in my cabinet and I'm so angry about it because I was like, you know, it's like I, I was caught in a very vulnerable time when yeah. I was like believing like, yeah, I have these problems. I have these issues. And I think we're all looking to fix. Sometimes we're looking to fix things that probably aren't even there. But then when they have the answers, suddenly you're like down this like hole of like, I need this, I need this, I need this. And then you realize like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's, it's funny now because like, um, you look at something like, like Gary Breck, I'm going to just stay on him. Cause he's our, he's our pinata right now. Um, so he is an insurance salesman. That's what he did. Life insurance. Perfect. That explains everything. But he's a salesman and everything that he says, he says it to the point of like hitting people's pain points, getting them intrigued. Oh shit. It's like, Oh, well, you know what? Um, my thyroid's not so, so low, but maybe I'm like, don't have this methylation that he's talking about. I need, I need to buy his test right. to make sure that's not the issue because you're looking for a solution to the problem you think you have. That, he's yes. very good at saying like, hey, this, this could be it. Like you might want to do this. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. And it's like, <laughs> uh, like, like I put out a post today. Um, he was talking, someone sent me the video and he was talking about Hashimoto's and, and having a, uh, low thyroid. And he was like, yeah, so Hashimoto's is diagnosed by, um, having a low T3 levels. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not dude. It's, it's, it's an autoimmune disease. Oh That's God. what, and he's yeah, gonna have all these people thinking that they have it. And like, uh, it's, it's insane. And I just went off. So like, I'm going to just keep using his videos because it's giving me content. So like yeah. anytime you get a, anytime you get a video, like whoever's listening to this, if you get a video, I will send it to you. Like, yeah, please send it to Actually, me. Actually, I'm going to, I'll start seeing, cause I, I go down those holes where I'm scrolling and then I, I'm like, oh my God, what is going on with all, <laughs> you know, and there's some, some that are crazy. Remember that, remember that guy with, who's all jacked up on all the steroids, but he was telling everybody he was eating liver, liver King. Liver King yeah. yeah. Liver King. And I was like, oh my God, this is getting crazy. And I'm sitting, I'm like, I'm over here just trying to like pedal some protein that can bake. And I'm like, oh, these people are just outrageous. Like yeah. the well, claims. Yeah, no, He's sitting there eating bull testicles and he's like, uh, when, when he got caught, he comes out and he's like, liver King was, was a mistake. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, I messed up, but it was made to help prevent suicide. We're like, how the, what have one thing to do with the other? What is it's the, like, Oh, <laughs> it's so sad. Walls, it's like, just, just admit, like, I mess, Yeah. I, I just like, say, look, I was trying to make fast money, scamming people. And that's why I don't believe, I don't believe in all that hokey stuff. Whenever anybody says like, Oh, when's your brand going to come out with fat burners? I'm like, there is no such thing as a fat burner. Burner. A fat burner is how you eat. Like stop. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feed into that industry. I just don't. I just don't want to do yeah. that um, because I feel like we have enough issues as it is. Like let's just preach healthy lifestyle, healthy habits, healthy way of like approaching food and eating. And I mean, it should just be. It should just be the norm. And unfortunately, it's not. And that's why there are people like you and I who want to um, at least you know show people that uh, you know, there there are better ways. And so. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's crazy too, because like, I, I'm a big fan of using supplements when needed. Right. Sure. Um, but like when I got my master's in applied clinical nutrition, like there is actual courses on using supplementation and they teach you this. Right. And then, um, it wasn't until really Dr. Aaron and I worked, worked together to where she's like, Hey, just so you know, like supplements, they don't have the research behind them. Like there's right. a few that do, and they could be like the foundational ones if they can help a client. but you, you don't need to like say that they need to be on X, Y, and Z because there's no research that backs up. Like one of her big things was she would have to um, go through research articles it during, I believe she did a master's during her residency. Um, and she had to go through the research and find what was wrong with it. So she's really good at like saying, no, this is legitimate research. This is awesome. Yeah. Or this is shit. Like this, this study's terrible. Like there's not, a, the N is too small. Like the sample size is too small or it's not random control trial. It's an observational study. Like she's really good at doing that. And she was like, with the supplements, it's, there's, there's not that much there. There's a few that are, but overall, like creatine's there. Fish oils are there. Uh, vitamin D3 is there. Yep. Whey protein's there. Yep. 
Um, but like, besides it's all those, I mean, yeah. And I'm glad you like, listed the ones that like you have ones that I have in my brand. Cause those are the ones that I'm like, we sell, we have a D three, a K two, like they're ones that I'm yeah. like, okay, this is what I take. This is what I do. The rest of the stuff I'm not going to push on people because it's, if it, this isn't this, I mean, I don't know, this is about people's health first and then the rest is fun. And then, you know, health and aesthetic and all that stuff. But, um, it shouldn't just be just to scam people into believing they have problems and create more problems and well, problems and problems. That's what, the and, fun, that's what the functional world is starting. to do Oh now, my so. gosh. Well, we should do, I want to do this again. We're like, this is, this episode has been amazing. I want to do it again because you and I actually have a, now that we, uh, have had this, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many more things that this discussion, there's so many things we could talk about. Um, but, uh, but this was great guys. We're going to, I'm going to, uh, tag Vinny's, all of his, his social media, where you can find him. And, um, and a lot of times I do share some of his stuff on my stories, which I, I'll, I'll share some of those ones that you just yeah. did with the myth busting. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but this has been great, Vinny. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I think this had a, this, this conversation had a lot of good, good uh, information for people and I know they're going to love it. So thank you so much. No, thank you for having, having me on. And uh, I know we were like, Hey, uh, we want to talk about a few topics, but we have, we just talked. We just had, that's a what, that's what, that's what I said to you. Yeah. We, I, I always time, have things I like to talk about. We, but. Yeah. The next time we could dive into specific topics yep. and that's fine. But like, yeah, no, I thought this was awesome. I'm glad that we finally did it. And uh, you I plan to have you on ours as well. So that would be yeah. great. I would love yeah. that. I would love that. Talk about your journey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you guys really follow cool. Vinny um, and his page is awesome. He's got great info and he's definitely uh, Dana approved as far as someone, if you want to reach out, if you need a coach or you need guidance or help, or anything like that. Vinny's awesome and uh, obviously super friendly. So don't be shy. (laughs) All right, Vinny, thank you so much. And guys, thanks for joining in another episode of Until It's Done, a devoted podcast. So on behalf of Balanced Bodies, we just want to say thank you for joining us on this episode of the Balanced Bodies Blueprint. We are committed to bringing valuable content. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we'd greatly appreciate it if you can take a moment and like it and leave a five-star review. On Apple, just go to the show, scroll down to the bottom and rate it there. If you're on Spotify, go to the show's page, click the three dots, and you can rate it there as well. And if you believe in the power of knowledge, share this episode on your social media to try and get the information out there to as many people as possible. And as you navigate your own path towards better health, remember that Balanced Bodies is forever in your corner. See you all next week. The podcast content may include discussions of medical topics and health-related information. However, the information provided should not be considered exhaustive or complete, and it should not be relied upon as a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare providers with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment. Thank you.